Right. Hello, my friends out there. Yeah, I want to talk today about what, you know, I've been uh, doing quotes from Jim Rohn, but I can still, I was just looking at my notes and I can still remember when I first saw him and he gave his talk on the five pieces of the life puzzle. The five pieces of the life puzzle. And I wanted to kind of elaborate a little bit on each of those pieces and how he weaves them together. And I think it's the foundation to my uh, membership group that I'm putting together as well, because when we start understanding the pieces of the life puzzle, and then how we fit in that, and how we can affect that. I think it's when we, it's how we really start to grow and we start to understand how things are put together. So in the five pieces of the life puzzle, the first thing he always talks about is, there's only a few, there's only a few. You know, uh, and I talk about that. Um, that the, the Pareto principle we talk about, um, is that 20% of what you do generates 80% of your results. And really, uh, the five pieces of life puzzle just says there's only five pieces and they generate tremendous results when you understand them and undertake them and implement them in your life. Okay, so the first one, philosophy. We're affected by what we know. You see, the thing is, we need to read any and all things, but then we take, we decide what information that we absorb that we decide we're going to keep and remember and use in our lives. So it's it's so we're exactly a a combination of everything that we've experienced, and we decide of that experience what we're going to keep and use. To build our lives. Everyone has their own philosophy, and that's how we create it. Um, interview, he talks about interviewing successful people, interview unsuccessful people. How did you get here? What did you do? <laughs> what got you where you are? Tell me about it. And not someone successful. How did you get here? What did you do? Tell me how you got where you are today. So the first piece of the five uh, pieces of the life puzzle is philosophy. Number two, which is near to dear to my heart, is attitude. We're affected by how we feel. What I say about the subconscious mind, it's affected by two things. One is repetition, and the other is by emotion. And what, what motivates, what gives us more emotion than images. We don't think in terms of words. We think of images. That beautiful car, that great house, that wonderful vacation, the beautiful view off the canyon, the sunset, and the sun coming down in the west as it hits and bounces along the, the shore of the water and then suddenly disappears into nothingness. Emotions, the touch of someone you love and the intense motion that occurs 
So philosophy, we're affected by what we know. Attitude, we're affected by how we feel. Something upsets you. And when we think about our mind, we think it's just in our head. But our mind, we feel things through our whole body. That's why when it talks about, when we talk about communication, that's why 97% or 87% of communication is nonverbal. Because there's just so much that you miss by just listening to words. There's tones. There's, there's expressions when it's physical. There's the size and there's the all the different things that, that people do that generate emotion. I often say, particularly if you've been a manager before and uh, you've got people working for you, it's a critical that you understand this emotional piece, that it's more than just words because, you know, you see some pe- people come in and they're oh, I'm feeling good. But then they come in and they do something a little off or the way they respond. A red flag should go up sometimes. You always test it because, because let's face it, it performs, it, it, it affects your results. So it's important to understand it and, 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 and detect those things. So then you can be made aware and maybe have that conversation and be able to manage your team accordingly based on what may have happened the night before. So emotion, philosophy, we're affected by what we know. Attitude, we're affected by how we feel. And here it comes. Activity, the disciplines that make it all happen. Activities. And that's why we say you gotta have activity. You must be consistent, just like I'm consistently providing value on Facebook Live because I I want to help people understand themselves so that they can feel confident and be able to to grow themselves and become all that they want to be. But they have to first understand. But activities, the disciplines that make it all happen, getting up every day. I was listening uh, Sunday morning, and a guy was talking about how Getting up early makes a big difference. And that, that time in the morning, if you if you have that time and relax and you can really get some strong thought processes and talked about the chemistry of the body and how, you know, uh, to eliminate that yawn at three and four in the afternoon and how that's affected. Just like it talked about being up all night, you know, just before the sun comes up, you're fighting it and all of a sudden that light hits and you feel like you've got a second wind. It, it, it's all psychological, some of it's psychological, the way things work. But activities, without the activity, nothing happens. I always talk about get out of the grandstand and get to the arena. It's being in the arena, getting hit a few times and dodging a few times. That's where the activity, that's where life is lived, in the arena. Get in, get in the arena. Live life. Don't let life pass you by. Learn to live it, and then you can enjoy it. Because next is results. It's the name of the game. Results is we provide the activity so we can gain results. So how often should we check results? 
He talks about that. Should it be in an hour, in a day, in a week, in a month? How often should you check results? Well, it all depends on what it is. You know, if you get down right now and you do five push-ups, and that's, as from the looks of you, we could say it's about all you can do. What if you rested for five minutes and then try to do some more? You'd find that you can do a few more. And then if you rested, you can do a few more. So how long? A lot of times we should check our results on a weekly basis. You know, find out what's on track and what's off track. If things are on track, keep going. If they're off track, figure out what needs to be fixed. But we need to get a way to pause and ponder. Is my relationship on track or off track? Are my results at work on track or off track? Is my um, is my health on track or off track? Did I get enough exercise? Is my is my appetite on tight on track? Is my yeah is my health? It's still health eating on track or off track? And then adjust it accordingly. But yeah, we need results. It's kind of like a map. You got to know where you are to to get to where you're going. You ever go on a map, you have to first figure out where you are and then plot the point that you're going to. Same thing with goal setting. You have activities, you have results, and results is moving you towards that goal. And that goal has to be set and there has to be a time limit on it. Otherwise... It's just a wish. So goal is a um, achievement with a time limit on it. So it kind of gives you a sense of urgency. It pushes you a little bit in that direction. And then the last part of that. So we said philosophy, we're affected by what we know. Attitude, we're we're affected by how we feel. Activity, the disciplines that make it all happen. Results is the name of the game. And then you take your results and you fashion for yourself a lifestyle. Fashion for yourself a lifestyle. He talks about if it's happiness you want, study happiness. If it's joy you want, study joy. If it's love, study love. If it's music, study music. But fashion for yourself great joys of lifestyle that you want. If you want to be on the open seas, study how to sail or fishing or fly fishing girls. All kinds of things. Travel. Study the different places before you get there. There's just so much. But the five pieces of the life puzzle, really, thinking, philosophy, creating your thought process, guiding your feelings. You know, when you guide your feelings, you know, certain songs, if you've got a song that really drives you or a certain, I remember when I was in New Orleans, away from my family, and I lived in a place uh, because I would only go home like every other week because I was living there in New Orleans. Now, remember the song um, on, this, on the CD that I play every morning. Jump, jump, jump to it. 
you know, nice upbeat, get me going every morning, jump, jump, jump to it. Now remember, ain't no stopping me now. I'm on the move. Do, 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 do. Find a song that motivates you and play it. And then when someone knocks you down, play it when you go for a walk and play it. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta guide your emotions to keep you motivated and going in the direction you want. You know, play that song, play that speech. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Is that model the king? Whatever it is that gets you going, get it. Find that speech, find that song, play it in the morning, play it when someone's they're kind of upset at you and you need to get away and you need to regroup and recharge. Just play it. Find that song. Find that speech, find that scene from the movie. But whatever you do, you've got to find what drives you. I, I always talk about one of the amazing things that happened to me, not once, but several times, because I'm always doing that. I'm thinking, you know, uh, I think from the spiritual side that God is always working on us. And that we're even being tested and until the point where we master what he wants us to do, and then he'll give us something else. But until we master it, we stay in that test. So if you stay in the spiritual, is what I think, and you know you're being tested, then you then you tend to look at things from a different perspective and say, What is the lesson here? What do I need to learn? What am I missing? What do I gotta do? And sometimes like I had that one time where I just I done everything I can. God is up to you. And the lesson I learned when you get to the point where you think that it's about you and that you did it, I think God knocks you down sometime to let you know that hey, it ain't you, it's me in you that got you to do what you had to do. See, a lot of times. We want to start taking the credit. But when you start taking the credit, you begin to become prideful. When you become prideful, you're not relational. And then you're not attracting people. You're repelling them from you. That's why I think sometimes, like I say, I stay in the spiritual because God is in control. And once we know that and we don't forget that, then it keeps us humble. And we know our place. And we know that he's given us certain talents and abilities. And we take those talents and abilities and we use them to help other people like you. That's what's important. That's what makes a difference. But that's it. That's that's that, that's what I have. Philosophy, the five pieces of life puzzle, philosophy, affected by what we know. Attitude, affected by how we feel. Activity, the disciplines that make it all happen. Results of the name of the game and lifestyle. Take your results and fashion a lifestyle. And then if you have someone to share it with, it's even more beautiful because then you can share it with them and create great opportunities of splendor and, and inspiration and joy that uh, normally, normally wouldn't occur. It was a, it's a great evening. As usual, I always have a good time. Hopefully you've got something from this again. 
Until tomorrow, you have a great evening. I appreciate all the people that came in. Thank you.